Welcome to TikToking, the final TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes, of 2021. Don't worry, I'm not going away. And I have such an amazing guest to end the year with. He goes by the name of Ricky Jab, and his music is killing it on TikTok. Uh, he's got a new band coming out, and he'll talk about that on this episode. And it was a real pleasure getting to know him. He was such a cool guest, and I'm crazy impressed with how talented he is. And if you haven't seen any of his stuff, I really highly recommend you look up Ricky Jab on TikTok and check out his stuff. And this conversation, you're really going to enjoy. You get to, you know, you really get to hear in this one what it takes sometimes to actually just follow your dreams and concentrate on something you love instead of something you feel like you have to do. You know, you live once and I really think this conversation put in perspective for me as far as what I want to do from here on out with my life. And it, it was just such a pleasure to speak with him. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So, I mean, without further ado, here's Ricky Jab this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. TikToking. TikToking. Where creators come to play. TikToking. TikToking. Find out what they have to say. TikToking. TikToking. Fascinating interview. TikToking. TikToking. TikToking with Kevin Hughes. My guest is Ricky Jab. What's up, Ricky? Not bad, man. Kevin, thanks for having me. Yeah. So, so where are you at right now? Where, where do you live? I'm in Philadelphia, so um, I'm born and raised here. Uh, you know, grew up here most of my life, and um, though I haven't lived here all my my entire life, I spent like about three, four years in D.C. and now I'm back here. So uh, yeah, good to be back home. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, you took a trip a few weeks ago, and that was uh, I thought that you had you were going to visit family or something. You were going to Paris, weren't you? Uh, it was Italy, in fact. Uh, oh, Italy. But no, it was just for fun. I don't have any family there, uh, but mm. I was with family. So, you know, it was just one of those uh, vacations that we needed, you know, especially since the pandemic. Uh, I, I love to travel. Um, I, this is actually my uh, this was my second time in Italy. Uh, I've also been to like uh, Indonesia, Morocco. Um, you know, I, I'm, I guess you can call me a, a what is that? A wanderlust. So <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, visit as many places as I can. Um, especially while I'm young. <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I like to travel a lot too, but with, uh, with our whole army, it's, it's really hard to, uh, yeah, to yeah. sometimes get away. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, j I just learned about your, uh, your big family. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of us. So, uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, so yeah, I, I would say music is my, my full-time gig now. Um, you know, it, it's, it's actually a very, new career for me. Um, so I am doing a lot of uh, production, uh, session guitar work, uh, drum programming, things like that. Um, so before this, I was actually a product manager for a tech company. And uh, during the pandemic, I actually got laid off from from that job. So uh, I, you know, I, f I figured this might be a, an opportunity to reinvent myself and maybe pursue the, you know, uh, my passion as as a musician. Um, I've always put music on the side, and I feel like now is the time to put it in the forefront. 
when you got laid off last year, is that when you started your TikTok? Is that when you kind of came up with the idea to basically make other people's videos into music? Uh, yeah, you know, it was, it's really funny how, uh, TikTok, you know, came around. Uh, so when I, when I got laid off, uh, I didn't immediately decide, oh, I'm going to go straight into music. It was more like, oh, wow. Yeah. I lost my job. I need to get back in the market. Uh, I'm going to start applying around, uh, look for more tech jobs. So I was considering, you know, uh, going to, um, New York, San Francisco, uh, DC, maybe, um, started applying around, didn't really have much luck. Um, then there's, you know, the, the pan- pandemic unemployment benefits came in. So I figured like, okay, you know what? Um, I hate to say this, but like, you know, let me kind of like seize the opportunity to kind of like float around a little bit and explore what other opportunities I had. Um, and I also used the time to kind of just like a, pick up the guitar again. So, uh, I, you know, while I was in my full-time job, I, I only played guitar maybe like once a week. It was like, it was just, it just became a hobby. Um, I don't, I didn't, wasn't in any band or anything. So I had no reason to play or practice frequently. Um, and then I started making like YouTube covers. I did collaborations with my friends. So like I had a lot of friends who were musicians and they were also like cooped up in their, you know, in their bedrooms and they, they wanted to make music. So we did a lot of virtual uh, collaborations. Um, and that's when I started like getting back into like making like pop punk music and things like that. And then my, one of my best friends said, you know, why don't you get into TikTok? Like, you know, th- there's definitely a, um, there's, there's definitely an audience for you. And I, I poo pooed the idea. I was like, nah, you know, I think I'm too old for TikTok. You know, I was, you know, I recently turned 30. I was like, oh, this is a Gen Z app. There's, there's no way I, you know, people would want to listen to my stuff. And even like my tastes in music are like, you know, considered like elder emo, you know, I was like, I don't know the new stuff, but you know, eventually I opened up the app and I, you know, I started browsing around. Like it, it, I didn't like this, like open up the app and decide I'm going to be a content creator. It's like, I'm, let me open the app and see what it's about. And weirdly enough the algorithm figures you out <laughs> like that yeah. that quickly and i was like i'm seeing all this content about like um you know 2000s emo metalcore all this stuff that i loved growing up and i was like wow there's there's definitely a community here and i've never seen it um because you you, you know throughout my uh college years and adulthood i've sort of like hid the fact that i was an alternative fan because there wasn't really room for that. You know, I went, I went to, uh, a, a state university, Penn state to, be, uh, uh, to be more specific. And it's funny, I brought my guitar over and I wanted to like show what I could, you know, you know, bring to the table as a musician and it was all alternative music, but no one really listened to that or really cared for it. So it was weird because like, I was just not, I was like, Oh man, yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to hear like Hawthorne Heights or Avenged Sevenfold or anything like that. Oh, I guess I have to learn Wonderwall. And like, it's, you know, it's it's funny because like people think that's a joke, but no, that's actually serious. Like I I ended up having to learn freaking Wonderwall or <laughs> or acoustic songs that I never touched in high school. So it's like I really had to change my rep and like how I how I play guitar because at the end of the day, for me, it's like I wanted to play music. Like you know, if and, and if if people couldn't vibe with me, then I would try to adapt myself to like you know what how how can I meet them in the middle. But anyway, TikTok helped me get back into my roots. So, and then I started with karaoke videos. I was like, you know, there's a, I've seen a lot of people like doing like duets. Uh, so duets were like, were a huge thing. I mean, they still are, but like, 
I would say even last year, they were much bigger. There was the duets, the popcorn duets. Um, you know, this, this is this was like a lot of musicians' opportunities to showcase themselves. The thing was with the karaoke's, there was only pop and R and B, um, so there weren't as many rock, uh, pop punk or metalcore uh, karaoke's. So, I thought that would be my way, my my door, for a way for me to you know get my foot in the door. So, uh, yeah, I started putting out karaoke's, then people started duetting me, and that's sort of how. It uh, you know, it, it manifested into this thing. And then next thing you know, I, I built a healthy, healthy following. And then I slowly got into like making pop punk remixes and then duetting people and just making remixes of like, you know, random memes or anything like that's uh, comedy and on, on TikTok. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the long story of like how I am here today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And you're very talented, man. I mean, I don't, how many instruments do you play? I mean, from the videos, <laughs> I see guitar, bass, drums. What else do you play? Uh, thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, that's that's really kind of you to say. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's actually really it. Uh, so I've guitar is my main instrument, uh, and then bass sort of came along with it. And I I can play the drums though. It's funny because like you see in my videos, I'm playing on a rock band kit. Uh, because I don't have a real <laughs> drum kit at, at the moment, uh, but I, I can play it. Uh, so I, 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 I do my best to like mimic like the, you know, the, uh, the actual playing, but right now I'm just programming my drums like through, through the software. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, but all of those, yeah, th- I'd say those are the main instruments I play. Um, I, I did pick up the trombone when I was in like high school, but I, I quickly gave that up because I didn't want to commit to being a part of a marching band or <laughs> anything like that. Right. So yeah, but I, I kept it strictly guitar, bass and drums. It, it's a, a coincidence more than anything, but uh, a few weeks ago I had a guest on here pretty similar to what you do. And actually I saw that same guy, uh, um, duet something with you it was a duet or something so but i am jay russell i had yes him on a oh that's my dude ago. i love that guy <laughs> i love jay <laughs> yeah so he was on the show a couple weeks ago and, and you guys kind of have a similar um i guess uh, a, a way of doing your videos but he's more at least from what i see and you can correct me if i'm wrong but he's more on the metal side and i see more of like the emo punk that type of stuff coming from from your videos is, is, does that sound about right Sure. I mean, yeah, there's there's a little bit of overlap. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, he is very, very much into like the uh, the heavy rock and, and metal. But you know, but it doesn't doesn't mean that he's limited to that because I've definitely seen him uh, go closer to like uh, pop rock as well. So, yeah, there's definitely overlap between us. Uh, we've actually talked about co- uh, collaborating together, too. So um, that 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 may be something you, you'll see in the future. That needs to happen. That would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, between you two, that'd be really cool. So, uh, so you, is that your, your go-to, I guess, is the, the punk rock or the, the emo, like who, who are your favorite bands? Uh, yeah. So that's, yeah, great question. Um, uh, yeah, I would say all like pretty much all of that alternative pop punk emo stuff is my wheelhouse. Um, so I guess my, I guess my journey of music was I, you know, I started with Lincoln Park. Uh, they were definitely my gateway into alternative music. Uh, just hearing Chester scream was like it just unlocked something new for me. Um, and then it was it was around the time when uh, AOL was a thing. So you know, I you know dial up internet and <laughs> yeah. I had um, 
the way they had music, uh, they the way they provided music was something called AOL Radio. So it's kind of like Spotify, but in the AOL days. <laughs> right. Uh, but oh, it was always like the same kind of music. So they curated the music. So was there, there was no like real algorithm for it. But it was like, okay, all of these alternative music will just you know stick them together. Um, so yeah, I was exposed to bands like Linkin Park, um, you know, Story of the Year, uh, Hawthorne Heights, uh, Thrice. Uh, but Thrice is the one that really made me pick up the guitar. Uh, okay. And it's it's... You know, I was, I think the song was uh, Stare at the Sun by Thrice. And I was just very, um, um, uh, I was very uh, enamored by the, the the lead guitar that was playing during the chorus. And I was like, oh man, what is that sound? I've never, I never heard anything like it. And I, it's crazy how that it could uh, blend with the vocals uh, and, you know, fit so well with the mix. So um, got, got my first guitar, uh, tried playing that and i was awful <laughs> but you know I, I i worked towards it um but i also like you know i went down that rabbit hole of listening to thrice and seeing them like how how they write and compose their music so i you know within six months of playing guitar i i started a band but we were absolutely terrible but you know it, it was still a way for me to get creative and things like that um yeah, and then my one friend ex- uh, exposed me to My Chemical Romance, and uh, you know the rest is history. Then it just sort of like opened up another world with like all the uh, the emo bands that we we know today. So um, and then and then I got into metalcore. Uh, yeah, things got like a lot more aggressive. So I you know I, I've I've definitely tried to uh, be as well rounded as I could within the alternative scene. Okay, yeah, I uh, I had a similar taste. Especially, I would say, 2000 to 2006-ish. Uh, mm. I was listening to a lot of those same bands, you know, Census Fail, uh, oh, AFI, you know, all those bands. And uh, it was that time for that music. And I still enjoy that music. I also love the metal music, you know, and uh, I, I love the screaming stuff. But at the same time, like the screaming stuff to me is fun to listen to, but I have to be in a mood because I, I'm i more attracted to uh, what the singer is delivering with his lyrics. Sure. And, um, and I think that's why I enjoyed that music so much, but yeah, it's, it, it was definitely a a good time for music for me anyway. I I loved, you know, the early two thousands and, uh, I, I can't really say much for the bands nowadays. My personal opinion, I probably sound like my parents right now when I was, (laughs) when I was like these contained, you know, but, uh, it's just not to me, I don't get the same feeling I did when I was maybe, you know, my teenage years, early twenties. Mm-hmm. So I still listen to a lot of the same bands that I, I have, you know, forever, basically. Yeah. I mean, there's but, that, um, there's that saying or theory that, you know, the music that you love most at the age of like 13 or 14. So I guess your, your, your young adolescence is defines like your taste in music for the rest of your life, you know? Uh, so I, I think because we were so, we were so, uh, attracted to that type of music, especially like lyrically, instrumentally, sonically, all of that, uh, you know, it, it really, uh, defined like what we look for in music, you know? So I, I think even now, like, sure, I, I, I love alternative music, but I also st- uh, stem out to like, you know, uh, EDM or, or lo-fi, and the reason why I love like EDM and lo-fi music is because they they 
they also figure uh, have a way of capturing emotion or like you know bring that out and having like a lot of melodic uh elements that make you feel a certain type of way so it's funny because like i emo is considered like sad boy that there's that terminology now sad boy and then like Mm -hmm. it it so does lo-fi hip-hop music because like it's like or you know that the um you listen to chilled cow like that um or I think it's called Lo-Fi Girl now, but let's get that that radio uh, station that you get on YouTube now or Spotify. But uh, yeah, I, I think I just love the sad boy sounds, <laughs> and that's right. why I feel like Lo-Fi and uh, and alternative e- uh, slash emo music are you know kind of similar in some way. And you mentioned EDM, is that correct? Yeah. So EDM. I guess the reason why I enjoy EDM is because. This the singers are, or at least the, the lyrics are lean towards something more emotional than uh, whereas like some dance music is just just wants to make you dance. So I think that's that's why I I gravitate towards like future bass. Uh, so the, uh, so future bass is probably the only really style the only style of EDM that I search for really. So I guess I. I don't know much about EDM. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I was under the impression it was more of like a techno type music. Is that not accurate? So techno is a form of EDM, I would say. Um, but, you know, just like how alternative music has like 10 to, or sorry, like 30 or 40, 50 diff, uh, subgenres. EDM has the same thing, too. There's techno, future bass, uh, this, uh house a tropical house like I, i'm you know all these things that i i can't even explain but uh you know future bass to me is like uh, elenium seven lions so their their song structure is very like uh verse chorus and then the beat is like very slow uh and you know there there's there's definitely some uh soundscapes that uh kind of take you on a bit of a trance and then there's that heavy drop which is why I like. I also like the drops in future bass music because it's very similar to breakdowns in metal music or, or like modern metal core. So uh, yeah. So I think I like like we said like when we when we enjoy a certain type of music at a young age, we've already decided what soundscapes we want to listen to for the rest of our lives. So uh, I think that's why I figured out like where I can um you know expand my uh, my tastes in music so what what's your goal as far as i guess this tiktok or the the music thing are you wanting do you have a band currently or is it just uh you doing this stuff on tiktok so uh funny you say that uh i'm actually uh about to announce a a band that i started so are you familiar with um tired violence so tired violence is another creator on tiktok i have not seen him no you 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 might have uh but like he makes a lot of uh great comedy content revolving around uh alternative music but he also does a lot of vocal covers uh he also uh does uh he duets a lot of my songwriting challenges so you you may have seen him on like a couple of my uh duets so uh but he and i have uh decided to form a band and we're called unsafe unsound uh and we're about to release a single in in a couple weeks uh so 
if you're familiar with any of my uh, music on Spotify, he did the cover of Lonely with me, that Justin Bieber cover. Okay. Yeah, so if you have, if you check that out, uh, so that that gives you a bit of a taste of what uh, what we could sound like. Uh, but yeah, in a few weeks, we're about to drop our first single, uh, and that will technically be my first band since uh, 2008. So nice, uh, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but as far as my goals go, it's I want to use TikTok as uh, as sort of like the. Um, a starting point. A starting point. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I want to, yeah. I want it to be a starting point, but like it's it's not for me. The goal is not for me to become TikTok famous and become oh like the Ricky Jab whatever that is. It's more like <laughs> if you like my if you like my uh, pop punk covers, my remixes, check out my act the, the pro, my actual passion projects like my band, uh, or if you want to work with me um collaborate or if you want me to uh, produce your music like you know shoot me an email so it's it's base tiktok is like my portfolio i think that's the best way to describe my uh, my page it's it's a portfolio of what i what i can bring to the table for uh for other artists uh any aspiring musicians uh that need um help bringing their their music uh you know to to the forefront so but yeah i i i with I just want to write music with uh you know with other uh creatives so uh, I think that's where I want to uh that's how, that's how I want to utilize my TikTok. TikTok's kind of the way to do that now, you know. I feel like whether you're a musician, an actor, a model, a dancer, whatever the case, nowadays that's that's kind of like your audition tape. I mean, you you put all this stuff on TikTok and then people agents or managers you know they they start seeing your content and that's how you get representative it's representative now and you don't have to go to la to shoot you know try to audition for this commercial or all these people can just look on tiktok and they say oh okay this guy has skills or this girl's beautiful should be perfect for this and it's kind of like the internet platform of american idol in a way you know or america's got talent but it is, it's, it's a big creative talent platform, you know? And I think that's why some people make it to where they have hundreds of thousands to millions of followers. And some people just don't put in enough effort to, I guess, get to that next level. And they stay, you know, a few hundred, few hundred followers and that's just where they want to stay. And, uh, so I think what you're doing is definitely the right starting point for your music and it definitely points people in the direction of where you want them to go to go listen to your stuff on Spotify or Apple music or anything like that, you know? And, uh, so yeah, I think you're definitely going about it the right way. And it's, um, it's, it's, you're good, man. I mean, I'm trying to figure out the guy that you're, you're collaborating with now or starting a band with. If you look at my recent videos, um, I, I, I posted ab about someone who did my songwriting challenge and, um, and I was like, wow, Tyler like nailed this. Uh, so if you, I, it's one of my recent videos, you'll find it. I think it, it hit like about 13 or 14 K, uh, views. So, oh. um, but we're, we're, so that song that uh, Tyler wrote lyrics for, that's going to be our first single. So uh, originally, so the story behind that was I just 
I had a guitar that was shipped to me for free and I, I needed to promote it. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I had like an affiliate marketing gig for that. Um, I wrote a riff for it and I was like, oh man, I, you know, I actually fell in love with the, the guitar riff I wrote. I put it out as a songwriting challenge. Tyler duetted me with that and I, I it blew me away. Like, I mean, I've, I've worked with Tyler before, but this felt like something special to me. I'm like, okay, this something needs to be done with this little, the short 15 second video. Uh, so I hit him up. I was like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta write the whole song. Like, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, totally down. Uh, and we wrote the whole thing in two days. It, it, it was crazy wow. how, how much chemistry we had, uh, together because we are, we we're both influenced by the same bands, but we also had other thing other things to bring to the table where, uh, I'm like, uh, experience with like guitar and drum programming and he is a very talented vocalist and also programs uh synths and and soundscapes so putting all that together was like oh wow okay it looks like we have a song so uh we're, we're about to get that mixed and mastered uh and then we're gonna you know put together a video for it uh but yeah we have a strategy going on and we, we built the social media pages and we're just uh you know trying to get it get it all launched you know so right now we're just having our ducks in a row but we're really excited to 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 get it out there see here's the things like like you said tiktok really levels the playing field right it's like you you can put yourself in front of uh people with like you know millions of followers or someone with a blue check mark it's it's wild because like you know it sometimes it, it blows my mind when like someone with like a band that i um, admire comments on on my video like I never expected for like bring me the horizon to duet me like Ollie Sykes duetted me I'm like what what is this like how is this even possible like and right. it, that's still the, you know that's still weird to me but it, it's so cool and I had Natasha Bedingfield react to a video Lil Nas I'm like what <laughs> like oh really yeah that's, that's it's, killer, it's, it's, man. it's insane uh, how like how powerful the the platform is and you know you're and i also agree with you is like it to succeed in tiktok you really have to hustle it's like the you know there the the grind is uh is real it's like you you know you can't just expect to blow up right away it's like you know i i i spent uh you know at least about a year just trying to figure out what my what my niche is what my uh what my gimmick is or whatever it is like what what makes me stand out on tiktok and i think you know if for any listeners out there if you're trying to figure out what your place is in in the platform is like you know just try a bunch of things like see what sticks and you know eventually you will go viral because that's the point of tiktok tiktok is there for you um and you just have to find the right audience and uh and once once you do uh just keep running with it and you know um and then you can build a healthy following but it's it's all about consistency discipline and um and you know not being afraid to fail i agree with you 100 percent that i mean if if you guys are out there trying to really build your following i agree you just got to keep with it consistency is key and I never thought I would go viral on my stuff, you know, and I was just doing it to play around and, and my stuff started going viral and uh, I was pretty amazed by it, to be honest. I yeah never even thought I would be on the platform. You know, I was similar to you. I thought I was too old for it and 
everything I had seen from on Instagram with people posting their TikToks on Instagram, it was just, you know, the dancing and things like that. And mm-hmm. that, I, so I, at first that's what I thought TikTok was about. And I was like, eh, definitely not my thing, but similar to you, I jumped on it and, and then I started getting ideas and I started creatively f- thinking about what I wanted to do with it. And it turned into something I actually really enjoy. And, uh, um, I mean, that's where this came about, you know, this is where the podcast came about. And, um, I seen how many creative people are on TikTok, and I, I want to get to know them. And I, I know all their fans want to get to know them too. So it's really something that I didn't think I would ever even think about getting on has actually brought a whole new, I guess, inspiration to me and to what I'm doing now, you know, and, uh, and it's really cool. So yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Anybody listening to this who is trying to grow and wants to grow and, and, uh, you know, has something that they really want to put out there, just keep going and you will get there. I promise you. And it's going to hit you when you least expect it. And it's probably going to be one of the videos that you put the least amount of effort into, but I promise you it will happen if, if you keep going. So yeah, hundred percent. Now, Pennsylvania, let's get back on that topic. Growing up there, what did your parents do for a living? Uh, so my parents were um, were immigrants, actually. So they, okay. they both uh, came from Indonesia. Um, so I actually grew up in, like, you know, we, we didn't have, like, a whole lot of money. So, like, we were just kind of, like, uh, bouncing around different apartments and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, spent most of my, my life in Philly uh, and... Um, uh, you know, my, both my parents were working. Uh, my dad was, my dad had worked two jobs. Actually, he was a, um, a manager, uh, for, a, in a department store. And then on weekends he would, I think he was a, uh, server at a Thai restaurant. Yeah. And my mom, uh, was also a server at a catering. So growing up, it was like, it was just me and my sister. So we were home alone a lot. And so we just spent a lot of time, uh, you know, just watching TV, playing video games while our parents were at work. Um, and so I guess, yeah, I mean, childhood wasn't, wasn't, wasn't too bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say it was like fairly normal. Um, can't, can't really complain. And you said, uh, before... The pandemic you were in software or yeah so i i went to penn state and and um pursued a, a degree in business uh specifically supply chain and logistics and it was you know it's it funny like i people ask me why didn't you major in music well uh when i started uh at penn state it was around the time of the uh, 2008 re- recession mm. so uh it was a, it was a huge thing where you know uh where it was important to get your degree and land a job so because like everyone was afraid of not being able to get a job right uh and also i grew up in an asian household so the idea of uh, majoring in music was not something uh that my parents were into uh so they were like you can just do music as a hobby but you need to uh you know do something that will uh you know give you financial stability and things like that so yeah uh spent four years uh at penn state four and a half years actually at Penn State and then uh, worked for a startup for about seven years uh, and, you know, spent three or four of those years in D.C. And yeah, I mean, I liked tech. It was cool. It was um, I, you know, I 
it was a way I I was able to get creative there because I also did a lot of like you know uh, user experience design, user interface design. Um, I got to manage people, uh, but you know after after a certain amount of time, it it I did kind of tire myself out a little bit. Uh, so it wasn't like devastating when I found out I was losing my job. <laughs> so I was like, okay. oh okay, well uh, this might be a chance for me to find something new, but um. But I, what I thought it meant was like finding a new tech job. But what I, what I eventually realized was like, oh no, you're just gonna go on a completely different path and just pursue music. I'm like, oh, okay. so looking back at it, I, you know, it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, and I think sometimes it takes yeah. something dramatic like that because if you were still at your 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 job, do you think you would be at where you're at right now as far as music? I no, definitely not. I I you know I think. I would have just, you know, kept it up with, uh, with my tech job. And I, I, I was definitely, uh, I definitely had a different mindset back then, like before the pandemic, it was like, you know, um, because I, I was also surrounded by peers who had similar mindsets. It's like, you know, get a good job. Um, you know, and then I was under the pressure of my, uh, parents who were like, oh, well, you know, you should consider, you know, buying a house or you know getting settled getting married things like that you know so there are all these like different expectation expectations and societal societal norms that i i thought like i needed to satisfy and then it just sh- completely shifted um and i have to, i have to go back to tyler so because i ran into, i ran to tyler on tiktok uh, and he was making his content and uh when we decided to do that collaboration of the, the Justin Bieber cover. Uh, that's when I had my little existential crisis. So it was like, I, I actually got to the final round interview for a tech job with uh, Comcast slash Xfinity. Right. Okay. And it was going to be a high paying job. I would have made like six figures or whatever. Um, and I was like, Oh yeah, you know, this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm finally about to land a job. So I, I'm in the final round interview and I, I'm killing the interview. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I like I was doing like r- really nailing it, but I could feel myself like literally disassociating from the entire like situation. Like I was going through the motions, but then like something in the back of my head was telling me this isn't what you want to do. So at that point, I'd already I'd already been on TikTok for some time, and I and then I was I was actually growing a following, and I found myself like always wanting to get back on TikTok. I always wanted to make content there. Uh, so I had, you know, I, I felt like I was standing in the middle of like two completely different lives where it was like, I could be a musician slash content creator or, uh, <laughs> or s- someone who's like, you know, a, I guess a, a successful businessman or whatever. Um, so I finished the interview and I called Tyler and I told him, dude, I, I don't know what I want to do. Cause like, I'm, 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 I'm torn. Uh, and he talked me through it and, you know, shared me his life experience and also his experiences as a musician. And, uh, he really helped me understand like what, you know, what, what it means to be a musician and things like that. So I, it was at that point where I was like, you know what, I, I want to really, uh, you know, I'm going to pull the trigger and go full force with, uh, you know, with music. And I, I also called my, my family my, my close friends as well because i i really needed 
different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a huge thing for me and I I I remember I was just sitting in my room and I was like I'm so torn right now. Um yeah, it was it, it, it was definitely a the biggest existential crisis I've ever had. <laughs> um but eventually I yeah, I decided to pursue music and um I am eternally grateful. I'm I'm so happy with where where I am today. Um you know, and I, I, I realized, you know, making six figures isn't, isn't what I need to make me happy. That's not, that is, that's not what defines happiness or success. Right. Yeah. Money yeah. doesn't make you happy. Yeah. It's nice to have. And if you mm-hmm. get the money doing something you love, I think it means a little bit more than getting the money doing something you hate, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. so if I could, this is what I would do for my career. And uh, I think uh, eventually it'll get there. Of course, I'm still on the starting point. But mm-hmm. I think uh, the feedback that I'm getting and uh, how much I'm enjoying it, I think it's going to it's gonna turn into something to where I could do full-time. And, and that's important to me, man. I mean, I'm a little older than you. I'm 37. So uh, I'm getting to the point. It's like, you know, I've been working for 20 years, you know, if 20-plus years. And it's like... I'm ready to do something I love. You know, I'm tired of working for hmm. someone else. I'm ready to do what I want to do on my own time. And I could put all of my creativity into it, you know, and I can design it from the ground up. So I completely understand where you're coming from. And uh, congratulations on actually going through with it and, and doing it, man. I mean, that's, that's huge, you know? So Thanks man. And I'm, I'm excited for you too. I mean, this is, this is, awesome that you are also pursuing your passions and dreams like and um yeah that just goes to show it you know it's never too late to to change paths you know it's and it 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 all all it takes is willpower and and dedication absolutely i usually like to at the end of the show i don't know if you've heard any of the, the the past episodes that are released but i ask a series of questions just to kind of get to know you I guess a little bit better and more personally, but not too personally, if that makes sense. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. So what's your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? All right. Favorite movie. Um, it's it's probably Interstellar. Um, you know, I, I, I love the the plot line, the soundtrack, um, everything about it was and I love space. So sure. <laughs> anything related to astronomy is just like, yeah, I'm 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 all in. Oh, and a TV show. Sorry. <laughs> uh let's see that's a good question i think uh recent see i i hate saying it's it's the office because like i i've watched it so many times like yes that's probably my most watched show but uh i i recently it was, it's schitt's creek okay i, I think that's a, a, a hilarious show yeah so i gotta ask since you're into space and everything and and this has to do with music as well are you familiar with the band star set uh, I'm not actually no. So they they're a rock band. They're really good. Check them out. But uh, mm-hmm. they have that whole space theme, and I've seen them live quite a few times. And and the whole band, other than the the lead singer, are in like spacesuits, and they're just jamming out. And I actually got to see them in a planetarium, oh, that's awesome. which is really cool because they had everything going on around you and uh, live rock music. It, it's a lot of fun. But I think you would enjoy them. So Star Set, check them out. Hell yeah! Awesome. <laughs> Okay, and what about your favorite place to travel? Favorite place to travel? Um, it's currently Italy, uh, since I've been there twice, and there there are still parts of Italy that I want to explore. 
Um, I love the food. Um, I love the people there. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I would, I'd be okay with just living there. Uh, but I, I, I don't think I can bring myself to do that quite yet. Uh, but yeah, right now that's my favorite place to visit. Cool. How about your favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant. <laughs> uh, my close friends will laugh about this. Uh, so it's a very specific restaurant uh, near my uh, my university. So at, uh, there's this place called Big Bowl Noodle House, um, and it they serve uh, pretty much all the Asian food you can think of. Um, I think it's run by uh, Taiwanese uh, and and one white dude, which is, it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's my favorite place. Like it was my, I, I go there every, uh, every chance I can get like when, when I visit Penn state. Okay. Awesome. How about your favorite actor and your favorite actress? Well, we'll circle back on that one. I'm, I'm actually really bad with actors and actresses. Okay. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> no problem. No problem at all. And we kind of already discussed this, but you went over a few of them, but your favorite band or musical artist. Um, I know you mentioned a few. Do you have one in particular that has inspired you more than the others? Yeah, um, I can dive into that a little more. Uh, Thrice is the the band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, the, they're the reason I uh, picked up the guitar, started writing music. Um, I'm actually seeing them this Saturday. Oh, cool. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, and they're definitely the type of band that, uh, you know, they, they're, uh, you know, always finding ways to push the boundaries. Like every album sounds different. So like you, uh, they started out as uh, a punk band and then they went into post-core. Uh, then now they're, I, I would say they're pretty much rock experimental, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've aged with them musically, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I've, I've listened to thrice forever, so I can, mm. I can definitely vouch for those changes and, uh, They've never gone wrong with a decision because I think no matter what genre they're kind of aiming for, they seem to nail it right on the head. So I I love that band as well. Um, Now, do you prefer a text or a phone call? I think I'm better at phone calls because I lately I've been pretty bad at getting back to people when it comes to texting. Like sometimes I'd, I'd be like, uh, 10 hours late. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why it's like it, my, my texting habits have changed. Uh, and you know, I, I feel like it has to do with the fact that I'm always on my phone now. And I, now I try to look away from my phone as much as possible. So, uh, okay. yeah. Yeah. But like if it's, it, I will take a phone call over a text. Cool. Sure. And then finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? My favorite TikTok creator. Oh man, uh, it's you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so I I think the the TikToker I uh, respect the most and ad- admire is Lil Nas X, uh, and I think you've seen a someone talked about how Lil Nas X is a is a fantastic marketer. Like for his one song or one album, he's made roughly 100 to 150 videos promoting his stuff and that's how he's become so successful and you know you may not see all of it but you know ha- when you're putting so many lines in the water you're you're expected to be seen or heard so right. i admire the fact that little nas will churn out a ton of videos just to promote his song or album 
I don't know if I can get uh, get to that level when it comes to promoting my music, but I I respect the hell out of that. Okay, yeah, man, yeah. that's awesome. Well, Ricky, I mean, this has been a lot of fun, man. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. You you're awesome, man. I think you're so talented. I'm super excited to hear that uh, about the new band and hear the new single coming out, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome, man. You're on your way and. Yeah, man. I'm excited for your future. It's going to be great, man. So I appreciate you coming on. I really do. And telling your story. And maybe we can revisit in a year or so. And and who knows, man. Maybe you'll already be big time by then. And, and, uh, you know, and I'll have a lot more to to ask you just based on, uh, you know, the new adventures that you've come across. So, again, man, thank you. And uh, I... I appreciate it, man. I really do. Kevin, uh, thank, thanks so much for having me. I mean, it's, it's an absolute honor just to uh, be a part of your series, and I, I can't wait to see how, how your series grows and, and everything that you do. So, uh, yes, let's definitely keep in touch. I'd be happy to talk again. Cool, man. I appreciate it. And uh, you'll have to text me or email me when that single comes out so I can take a look at it. Sounds good, man. All right, take care. All right, you too. Talking, but a dick talking, dick talking with Kevin Hughes. And how about that? A little Ricky jab for your New Year's week. He was awesome. He was so much fun to talk to, and I really enjoyed our conversation. And no joke, if you haven't heard his stuff, that guy is so freaking talented. And you should really go check him out. And, you know, I think right about now his single should be coming out. So definitely look for that. And I will definitely post some links on my on my uh, social media. But thank you, everyone, for another fantastic week of TikToking. And this is the last one of 2021. That's pretty crazy to think about. Next year, I'm really excited for because the guests I have lined up, You guys, it's going to blow your minds. I promise you that. So I guess uh, nothing left to say, but I will talk to you guys next year. So yeah, hope you enjoy your week. Be safe. And uh, yeah, see you next year. Bye-bye now.